0: just finished my master's degree and the job hunt has been really stressful but not too long ago I did get a job as a set designer oh really uh yeah it was nice um but unfortunately I got fired I left without making a scene okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) good (laughs) or bad I suppose that's probably the problem there
0: attention bad jokes dad jokes and puns that just don't work. The doctor will
1: see you now. Hello, everyone. My name is Evan Diem. This is Evan Diem's Joke Doctor. Um, today, I am joined, as always, by my physician assistant, Sarah. Hello. This is a podcast where we try to make jokes better. We, we bring them in off the street and we uh, we try to diagnose them, treat them we clean
0: them up and give them a shower and a nice warm meal,
1: and send them either on their way or if they're unfixable, to the we m- kill them. We t- well, we pull the plug. It's it's a it's a totally we don't take personal responsibility on it. Um, it's kind of a trolley problem situation where we just let it do its thing. <laughs> Today we are joined by a special guest, our first ever, and I I didn't want to have a guest on the podcast for like six months before we really got going, but then I had the opportunity to get this person, who I'm a huge fan of, and my mom is a huge fan of. She is going crazy for this right now. Alice, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hello, I'm Alice Fraser. I am a favorite of Evan's mom.
1: (laughs) And a person who does stand-up comedy, among many other things.
2: Yes, yes. I do do stand-up comedy and uh, podcasts, Mm. and I write comedy um, for fun and for money. More (laughs) importantly, for money. I think that's the thing that (laughs) makes me a professional.
1: We'll give you some of our Patreon earnings from this month uh, to make up for this. But because you, you know, do comedy so much for fun, we thought you'd be a perfect person to have on uh, Joke Doctor, because you probably have more experience than I do. So I don't
0: know if she has more experience than me.
1: That's true. That's fair. (laughs) As a joke uh, doctor? Yeah, as a I'm joke doctor. I'm a specialist.
0: Let, let, let me let me
2: position myself in this uh, <laughs> metaphor that you've created. I am the specialist. I've come in with tweed jacket and leather patches over the elbows or a leather jacket with tweed patches over the elbows, whichever uh, you like to imagine, depending on how cool you think I am. And I've, I'm have i a very specific specialist. I can't help you with most things, but what I can help you with, I will help the shit out of you, right?
1: That's exactly what we need you for. We've got some patients Coding? No, that seems too serious. Um, we've got a we've got a full emergency room right now. <laughs> do you want to get going on this? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I have found jokes, as I tend to do. Um, this time, one-liners, and I've kind of like grouped them into like three groups. Um, and then I'm going to like redo them from each group, and like you'll pick one, and then try to like describe how you would work it into a stand-up set. Does That Sweet. sound good. Yep, one from each group. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so we're going to start with the first group. These are one-liners from Reader's Digest. So what do you get when you cross a polar bear with a seal? A polar bear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good.
0: Scientists have recently discovered a food that reduces sex drive. It's called wedding cake. Our child has a great deal of willpower, and even more won't power. And then a Freudian slip is when you say one thing but mean your mother.
1: That's a classic. I like that one. That is
0: a classic, yeah.
1: I like the joke. Uh, do you know Freudian slip backwards is penis? Um, <laughs> so uh, which one do you want to take there?
2: Do I go with the one that I think is the, the most flawed because then there's room to improve or do I go with the classic one that everyone sort of acknowledges is pretty funny, which is the Freudian slut one? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll go with the wedding cake because I think that that has the most room for improvement.
1: And also like, it's not always just about uh, helping the jokes, but kind of like explaining the thought process onto what makes a joke better or worse, or work better for you. Um, and I'd love to like know more about your like philosophy behind that, or just thought process as well. As, as we get into it.
2: Okay, so do we do we start analyzing them, or do we go through all of them first and then start from the beginning?
1: Let's go for the one that you picked. And like I've we've never workshopped one liners before. We're we're flying. Uh, you know, to make you feel comfortable as a guest, we're doing something we've never done before as well. Um, <laughs> so. What what is this one again?
0: Scientists have recently discovered a food that greatly reduces sex drive. It's called wedding cake.
1: Okay, it's a classic. We don't like our spouses joke.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. So
2: the premise is obviously, if you don't, if you're not familiar with the tropes of wedding, uh, wedding as libido killer, the premise is you don't want to fuck your husband or wife or other spouse. Uh, the moment that you get married, it is the end of the exciting part of your relationship. And this is particularly common in America, the mm-hmm. big like Madonna Whore thing, particularly where. Uh, the person you want to fuck is not the person you want to respect, and vice versa. Yeah, um, that's a that's a deeply embedded problem, I think, in in the culture that has seeped out through Hollywood into every every other culture. Thanks for that, America. Um,
1: <laughs> we can only not apologize. that there aren't like
2: Madonna whore narratives in other cultures, but just I think it's particularly prevalent in, in the modern culture now. So the premise is, if you eat the wedding cake, you lose your sex drive, but it's not a good joke. Right. Because a lot of people eat the wedding cake and presumably they're all going to go home. And I mean, even in this universe where you don't want to fuck your partner, you know, they're going to go home and like bang in relief that they're not married. You know, like
1: <laughs> the angle is that other people are also going to be eating wedding cake. So, yes, of course. Yeah.
2: OK, there's kind of two angles you can take mm-hmm. on this is you can think about the thing that reduces libido that is specific to married couple so doctors have discovered a food that reduces your sex drive it's your husband's cock. uh you know
1: <laughs> yes that exactly For example. exactly yeah i like
2: that the, so that I, you could go with that angle but i mean yeah. obviously that's a, a cheap version of, of that but the other thing you know is it doesn't really work wedding cake is eaten by many 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 people mm-hmm. so what you, you can take the end of it or you i guess argue with the premise what is it that people do after having had wedding cake is a question
1: the tough part is it's a weird switch on another part of american culture which is you're not supposed to have sex until you're married so like if anything it is like objectively untrue for ha- like ha- the other half of the population so maybe it's what about like, this
2: what about okay. this yeah, scientists yeah, yeah. have discovered a food that encourages you to talk shit about other wedding guests it's wedding cake, <laughs> <The> wedding <laughs> cake. <laughs> like you yeah. know like what uh, is what happens at weddings? I think is you have to take the angle away, mm-hmm. uh, take it from from the premise. If we yes w- yes what, yes, what, yes, if wedding cake is the core of this joke, you have to think about what's non-disposable, right? Mm-hmm. Wedding cake is the punchline, or is this is the setup? So are we going with the setup or the punchline? Setup we've we've covered. That's the husband's mm-hmm. cock. Yes. Punchline. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're sticking with the punchline as the point, you want to make a joke about wedding cake, right?
1: Yeah. What
2: is a thing that happens only at weddings? Or I think distinctively you, enough at weddings that wedding you, cake could be the trigger for it.
1: I think that's good. Maybe you, makes you feel superior to your friends. Um, yeah. Hmm. I haven't been to a lot of weddings.
2: What's the only food you can't eat while wearing white? Wedding cake. Wedding cake.
1: I like that too. Because uh, that also could great. also
2: work for the fact that they always do that thing where they cram cake at each other's faces. Like yes. they don't know how to eat food. Um <laughs> No, no, that doesn't quite work. What else? What else happens distinctively at wedding? Um, Uh, Dancing.
1: Dancing? (laughs) I only ever dance at weddings. Um, Yeah,
2: what food makes you uh, immediately question the validity of your relationship? I like that. I think that works for everyone, right? Because I imagine everyone, no matter how in love, no matter how much of a partnership you have on your wedding day, I'm sure there is a moment where you go, what if I just didn't? Yeah. <laughs> what if I just bolted? You know.
1: Yeah. I, I exactly. And I think I I like the idea that it's the wedding cake that does that. Like you're yes. you're so good up until the first slice, and you're like, oh no! Suddenly it's too real for me.
2: Yeah. This um, is it. This is the real thing. You know, I, I I can walk anywhere in a pretty dress, but like the eating of the wedding cake. Because also, mm-hmm. why wedding cake? Wedding cake is. I mean, if I don't know what it is, it, 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 it it's, traditionally it's a fruit cake, the worst of all cakes. Yeah.
1: Fruitcake is such a to me it's a staple of this is a food that's bad, right? And like yeah. it's it's iconically that. But that's not what like what it, wedding cake is here, it's a specific flavor, right?
0: Yeah, it's almond flavor. Yeah. It's like normal cake texture, but it's almond flavor. Uh, well, so
2: traditionally wedding cake is fruitcake because it weddings, I guess traditionally would have happened at times when you had to like prepare it in advance and it would have had to last quite a long time and fruitcakes of necessity, last forever, yeah. And then you're meant to keep a slice of it under your pillow or in your freezer for a year until all the love is gone or yeah. whatever. Like I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what it is, but yes, traditionally it's it's a fruit cake, and then they've got a marzipan around the edge to seal it, mm. and then a, a kind of a fondant or sugar crust. That's the kind of when I think of a wedding cake, that's the kind of wedding cake I think of, and and that's interesting. To me, because fruit cakes are associated with like old people for me. Yeah. The only person who has a fruitcake is someone's nana, right? And they serve it I up like so. it's a high treat and everyone hates it. But you eat it because it's a sugar hit and you're only seven, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to kind of enrobe that kind of sad, ancient type of food in yeah. the trappings of a modern celebration, I think, is quite funny in itself. But yeah. that wouldn't work as a joke because I don't think people have the kind of <laughs> associations with wedding cake and fruitcake and all of that in their heads. So mm-hmm. I'd have to do quite a lot of setup and this is a one-liner, so scrap that.
1: But I think, you know, I like the idea that based off of, like, your, you know, uh, the format of of the shows of yours that I've listened to, I I think that that, like, long setup to, like, one-liner somewhere near the end does work very well. So uh, I definitely think that that's like that's a great way of of bringing in it. Up. I think that's exactly like the kind of thing that I was expecting. You know, from from your approach to this is like well, we got to get into fruit cake history and your grandmother, and then the loss of. And love then and a we do the
2: one liner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have a fruit cake fruit cake joke somewhere in the back catalog. So if you're listening and you are an Alice Fraser kind of completist and have a better memory than I do at the moment, tell me what that joke was. Because I, I, I remember it being quite good.
1: You listen, We both listened relatively recently. I know that you wanted to include fruitcake because you were like, Alice knows about fruitcake. Um, well, I
0: specifically mentioned cupcake.
1: Cupcakes, right. Another uh, thing that yeah. you don't, uh, not a huge fan of. But I couldn't remember. No. Why not? cupcakes are huge here, but are they fruitcake elsewhere? Is that always fruitcake?
2: Cupcakes are just too much show for too little oomph. Uh, I just find them, they're sort of a, yeah, I, I had a whole bunch of material, which I'm not going to do at you about yeah, cupcakes, but um, they're just sort of this extremely uh, symbolic and aggressive form of femininity that is deployed against other people in the office as a way of proving your superiority over them through a number of different vectors.
1: Uh, That's always the vibe I get from cupcakes as well. Um. They're
2: also not good. The middle bit is meh, and then there's too much stuff on them. It's too sweet. It's not a good balance. There's not enough thought put into it. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have the kind of the English cupcake, which is dry, and then the American cupcake, which is too much. It's just too many things. If it's like describing the quantities of things in the cupcake takes like three sentences, it is not that much effort. shouldn't go into it. You want nice, small, simple things is what you want. Yeah. Sorry, I'm no, getting incensed about the cupcake. Let's move I love on. It.
1: I went to I went to a gourmet cupcake place near Seattle recently, and they had one that was just called The Gay for Pride Month. And I was like, that's a bit much. And it really depends on, like, where you are coming from as the baker in that situation um, and how good you've made that cupcake as well.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, whether it's a pun or not. Um, I don't know if In terms it of is. the fillings. Oh, I'm not going to make trade. the joke that I could make here. Um,
1: <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, hopefully everyone write in to EDJDPodcast at gmail.com if you got that one. Um,
2: <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, the gay is a a, a turn of phrase or a formulation mm-hmm. that is always puts your hackles up a little bit like someone saying a Jew. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, this or specifically is
2: our... as, a, as a, someone with who's female who has Jewish heritage, a Jewess. That is mm, never...
1: Not great. There's never
2: a benevolent <laughs> sort of follow-on from that.
1: Yeah, I think if I walked into a gourmet place and they were like, you can get six chocolate cupcakes uh, and we call it a set of the blacks, I would be like a little <laughs> maybe tentative to patronize that specific place. Oh, the last thought on the wedding cake one is if if people eat anniversary cake... Maybe that's the angle, because now you're Mm-mm-mm. celebrating the fact that you've been married for a while, but I don't know anything about anniversaries, so.
2: Or even just very, very simply, without kind of lading on a whole lot of sexual politics, you can just say, what's the only cake that will stay with you for 40 years?
1: Wedding it cake. The wedding cake. Um, cool. We want to do the next set?
0: Yeah. So this next set is from Parade.com. Parade? Parade. Cool. Mm-hmm. Don't you hate it when someone answers their own questions? I do. Most people are shocked when they find out how bad I am as an electrician. The easiest time to add insult to injury is when you're signing someone's cast. Okay. And are people born with photographic memories, or does it take time to develop?
1: I like that one, actually. I like that one. Sounds that good. That's fun. Do you want to work with that one? or it feel, I mean, if that one feels like it's good already.
2: Yeah, I don't think that needs too much joke doctoring. I yeah. think we want to um I think I mean those are all quite simple and yeah. the s- setup and punchline are all kind of very neatly contained, but they're not I guess the problem with them is that they're good enough, but they're not inspiring or interesting. Like people are shocked you've already you already it feels a bit clunky, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go with that one because it feels a little bit clunky because you've already done the punchline at the beginning and it sort of requires you to go back to the beginning of the sentence to remember why it's funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm a, you I know, You'd almost just want to invert it and go, I'm an electrician, I know you're shocked.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, ba- a bad electrician.
2: Yeah, I- I'm a bad electrician, I know you're shocked or you're, you'd be shocked. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. As I think if you're trying to like get away with doing a joke quickly where you're maybe not mm-hmm. confident in it putting the punchline at the beginning and then doing the setup afterwards where people have to go back and think and you're already onto the next thing can be really effective but yes. the punchline isn't interesting enough like it's pretty bi- like electrician shock it's it's draft one you know what I mean um yeah. So other than Yeah well somebody somebody it, thought
2: that was clever and it is clever but it's mm-hmm. not clever enough to be funny. Yeah. And so it's just it it feels despite being clever it feels lazy.
1: It, it absolutely. I mean it's like the sho- shocking is it's a bit it's overdone. So I wonder if there's like maybe another angle to take on like electricians. Like wiring, copper wiring or Well,
2: so I mean let's take it out of out, out of electricians and just go to the like the the shocking the the kind of it's a wordplay, it's about work, right? And the idea that you would be surprised mm-hmm. that somebody's done work, a kind yes. of work. I mean, if you reduce it down to the kind of the core, it's yep. just, just wordplay. But if we take it to the like, okay, it's about a job, right? So you say, some people don't know this, I'm a murderer. Oh, don't look at me with that victim <laughs> mentality.
1: <laughs> that's great. I like that.
2: Something like that. Because yeah. that's more interesting to me, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, looking around the room at stuff that's here. So, like, I'm a professional poker player, so that's my deal.
2: Hey, very there nice. We, there we go. Very nice. I mean, I'm a farmer. I don't know if you've heard.
1: Okay. That's just,
2: that's that's just a pun.
1: Tight, but it's tight, though. I, it, feels, it feels incomplete, but, like, I make microphones for a living. So if you want me to speak on that. Um... Hey, <laughs> very Nice. <laughs> Or that could also be like, you know, I make like platforms. Cause then you get like platforms to speak on, but like a political yes. platform to speak on. But I don't know who like I don't know what it is that makes platforms.
2: Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's coming back to the set dressing, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: I'm a musician.
0: I know that doesn't sound too good. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes, I'm a bad musician, I know that doesn't sound too good. good. I what about um I'm not a very good burlesque dancer. Something something pasty. You'd have to do something about being tan in there. Right? Um like, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this this is taking it in a different direction but with that thing. So it's like I knew a burlesque dancer that was so white the only part of their body that wasn't was their pasties. Um there's yeah, some something yeah, yeah. in there, right, where it's like you're kind of flipping it but then it's sort of
2: oh you couldn't tell which bit was the pasty
1: (laughs) there we go that's it i like that yeah this is something we i don't think have done too much before is like break it down to the format and just try to find better options there which i think has been very successful i think a lot of these are better than the electrician one um,
2: well, I mean, that, that's the thing Like a wordplay is a wordplay is a wordplay yeah. And it's difficult often to find a better wordplay But I think if you're looking at the format of the joke Or the structure or what they kind of playing on I think it's more interesting to me anyway mm-hmm. I knew I was going to quit my job as a lawyer Actually, when uh, my senior partner Walked in and was like, I've got a joke for you Because he used to come in to and say like, You're not very funny for a stand-up comedian Because I was still doing it at, at, at night uh, At that time mm-hmm. And uh, he asked me he he would send me these jokes and expect me to laugh at them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he told me this joke and I didn't laugh at it. And I knew that was when I was checked out. And it was, um, uh, did you hear about the lens grinder who got in an accident? He made a spectacle of himself. That was the joke he told me. And I was like, I can do better.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that feels like it's connecting like two different, like, and what point is the spectacle of himself like going into it? Yeah, that's. Yeah, it was too
2: much. And so then I wrote him a joke that I thought was better. Yeah. um, And he didn't laugh at that, which was I think, oh God, I have to remember this. This is a long time ago now. Yeah. Uh, I said, I saw my optometrist the other day, which made him a bit redundant.
1: (laughs) That's way better. I love that. Honestly, when you went into the thing about, so I was a lawyer, I didn't know you were a lawyer. I thought you were doing another (laughs) one of these jokes and I was like, ooh. I realized that. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I thought it was going to be something about being brief. Uh, Very nice. Who knows? We're getting like Alice Fraser deep cuts on this, which I think is great. Do you want to go to the next set? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Last these are from funnyjokesland.com.
1: Funnyjokesland. Yeah. So we did Reader's Digest Parade Funny Jokesland. Those are the top three <laughs> from me.
0: Excellent. A letter to my heart. Dear heart, please stop falling in love. Your function is only to pump blood. Did you catch wind of the painter who was hospitalized? Reports state it was because of an excessive number of strokes. Musicians don't talk about three things. Banjo, religion, and politics.
1: Sorry, what was that last one again? I didn't recognize that as a joke.
0: Musicians don't talk about three things, banjo, religion, and politics. So, yeah, let's go with that one. That's the most yeah. uh, bad one
2: of the lot. I think that's the worst one we've come across so I far. I think so. It's, as it someone does, who plays the banjo.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the,
2: the, the premise is that, that banjos are contentious, or right. but that's not what they want you to understand by the joke. What they want you to understand by the joke is that banjos are bad. Yes. We don't talk about them because they're bad or they're not real instruments or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. it's meant to be denigrating the banjo. But A, they've got it upside down because it's come as the first of the list of three rather than the third. Classic sort of set up three bits. It doesn't work. And then thirdly, it doesn't work because religion and politics are not bad. They are contentious or potentially causing argument, which I don't know banjos have a reputation for being. Not exactly, no. No. What are, we, what are we looking at? Are we trying to make fun of the banjo? Are we talking about things that musicians don't talk about? Or are we talking about sort of taboos and forbidden
1: subjects? The thing that is just weird about it is that religion and politics are two of the biggest topics that bands talk about. Like, it's like love breakup religion politics. Like, yeah. so to, to bring the contentiousness to the forefront, maybe it's like, what don't musicians talk about at? thanksgiving like at family dinner at christmas dinner whatever maybe is a better angle on that and obviously Pancho does have to go at the end that that's just so it makes it seem like terrible joke like politics is the one they don't
2: talk about yeah where's politics the punchline that's (laughs) not that doesn't work it doesn't none of it works because actually as far as i know most musicians really like secretly love, or not even secretly, love bluegrass. I even visited my great aunt in New York and she was like a Juilliard piano teacher and she was in an apartment that was full of like Juilliard students and they were all playing like bluegrass or claw hammer, like old timey stuff. There was a fad for that at the time. It's actually very complicated and interesting music and I'm not just saying this as somebody who's the child of a banjo player who sort of plays the banjo now myself. It's actually, you know deeply sort of weird and classist mm-hmm. to kind of use banjo as a punchline. So,
1: hmm. Because I guess that's the association, but it's like banjo, I mean, banjo music, bluegrass and stuff is one of the one of the few, I I think, right, like American forms of music, right?
2: Yes, yeah, traditionally, America is traditionally very poor. It's an instrument that like developed out of African instruments and then right. was adopted by these kind of Appalachian musicians. Bagging on the banjo is ba- basically that kind of uh, American negging on Appalachia. Yeah. Which is kind of done now. I think we all are kind of realizing that that was not okay. Not
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to help this. Like, sorry. I'm going to let the sirens pass. Give us some One time. My to murder think.
2: victims, I apologize. It's
1: all right. It sounds like they're going the wrong way. So, like, good job. So,
2: okay, well, let's take it back from the banjo thing because yeah. that's obviously uh, too close to my heart to make a joke about.
1: <laughs> or, yeah. we,
2: or we make a banjo joke. Like we can okay. go two directions. So we either talk about what musicians won't talk about, that kind mm-hmm. of being the setup, or we go with a joke about banjos that's actually good.
1: I think maybe people are like scared to talk about religion and politics. So maybe we say that they're like, are they scared of the banjo? Because it's like, they posture like it's below them because it's actually above them.
2: I feel like for a one-liner, that's too much it's too probably. much assumed knowledge, yeah. right?
1: That see, I'm speaking from my point of view where I have a banjo because I am scared to learn to play the banjo, <laughs> but it's like I already yeah. know how to play the ukulele, so you know. By all means, if we can't get anywhere on this one, we can just pull the plug on it. Uh, sometimes that happens. Like I think if we take religion, politics, and banjo. And mm. then just try to find something where that's the punchline. I think there's probably something there.
0: Yes. What's there up? Three yes. things we should keep out of schools religion, politics, and <laughs> banjo. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, what about
1: three things that the conservatives are trying to keep out of school? No, they want to put religion they in. They
2: want to put religion in. There. Shit. <laughs>
1: Ugh backwards
2: you'd have to you'd have to go with joe right you'd have to go with like something in religion that is joe and something in politics that is joe biden obviously and oh, something yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like if you could find someone who's religious about coffee the mormons right do they don't not drink coffee yeah that feels right yeah so it's something like something 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 and then the punchline is ban joe right
1: okay that's good i like that I, that's really good
2: yeah, yeah i think it's not a one-liner that's a that's a fairly long setup for a one-line punchline
1: maybe we need other instruments, right? The Republicans advocate violence, but want to ban Joe. Something like that. Ugh,
2: I don't yeah, have
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was that one's a reach grammatically. That's the tough part. <laughs> it's trying to get it so ban Joe works as both a yeah, noun no, okay, and I think a we gotta scrap verb that. set. I like it though. I oh, I don't want to get it. There's something
2: up. there, but you'd have to do a lot of setup for it, and it would have you know sort of come halfway through the show as a throwaway line. I think.
1: Like I think if you were playing a political song on the banjo and then ended it with banjo, like
2: yes, or I had a could... series of puns where there's a number of people who are, have instrumenty type names, and mm-hmm. then you kind of you'd tube her and banjo kind of <laughs> like as part of a long run yeah. of that style of comedy that was really like popular in the '80s of just doing a run of seemingly unrelated puns sort of shoveled in among each other, yeah. There's quite a famous one uh, done by Sandy Goodman, also known as Ostentatious, which was called Australiana, which was written by, I think, Billy Bragg, someone.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, he did it as an album. It was like number one in Australia for a while there. Wow. It was just a series of kind of um, Australian puns that were just so heavy-handed, man.
1: Billy Bragg, he's just, he's just got that touch, you know. Mm.
2: Well, what's the kind of music you can only play once in a blue moon? Bluegrass. It's a stretch.
1: Yeah, it's it's the blue in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue in the the setup and punchline. God, I can't get Banjo out of my head. (laughs) Sorry. I'm stuck on it now. (laughs) Hmm.
2: Okay, then let's take it from the other angle. What do musicians not want to talk about? What are things Um, that musicians would not want to talk about?
1: Their rich parents. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's a
2: really fun. If you do that as a part part of a series of one-liners, that's a really nice kind of anti-comedy, bringing it back down to earth. Yes.
1: Yeah, maybe banjo's the second one, and then so the first one is like just another thing that musicians like deride. I'm I'm tempted to kill this joke. I feel like kill it. I, Yeah, I think we gotta pull the plug on this one. No one can say we didn't try.
2: <laughs> no one can say we didn't try. It was worth a shot.
1: It I feel was. like it's
2: one of those ones that's too close to me for for me to be comedically objective about.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that works, right? Where, like, you taught, like, if you have this joke at the beginning and deconstruct, like, why this doesn't work, like, why people are wrong about the banjo, and then it becomes this I, whole I know
2: thing. why I can't tell a joke about a banjo, right? Because I play folk banjo, um, which means I can't tell jokes about banjo that people relate to because I've taken off the resonator.
1: That's it. That's great. I love that. Okay, we, we it's a, <laughs> plug it back in. I think we've saved it. Uh, <laughs>
2: I mean, that only works if you know how a banjo works, but I, sure, why not?
1: Sometimes you gotta narrow cast for the jokes to work, you know? You gotta narrow cast to people who eat fruitcake on their wedding day, so already. <laughs> um, we can do one more quick one if you have like a one in a regular style. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do bees chew?
1: What do bees chew?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: is it bumblegum? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear.
2: That's a uh, pollen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a good I mean that's a good one too, right there. I like that. God. I don't I mean I don't like that joke though. Bumblegum. It's like
2: it I hate ha- it because also bees don't chew.
1: Do they not? I thought they...
2: They don't have teeth. Bees don't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Can we okay. just get that straight? Evan's yeah. mom.
1: <laughs> Susan.
2: Susan, I don't want you leaving here thinking that bees have teeth because they don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, she's she's always gotten on my case about that, you know, telling me how bees eat. Are you Googling how, if bees chew? Because I've heard people say they get bit by bees. But I get stung like, by a bee. Right. Or,
2: let's be honest, suicide bombed by a bee because yeah. bees uh, die when they sting
1: you. Yeah. Which I can imagine if they could bite, they would probably do that more as a non lethal method of non personally lethal to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bees do have teeth.
1: Bees have teeth?
0: Yeah. Not in like the same like our teeth, but like extensions from their like jaws that act as teeth.
1: Interesting. No. No. <laughs> they're not what we recognize as teeth.
2: They're bee teeth. No, are not teeth. If they're not teeth, they're not teeth. They might have jaws, sure. I never dispute the bees have jaws, but they do not have teeth.
1: <laughs> it's like saying that whales have teeth, which is like a biologist might be like, actually, whales have a form of teeth. And it's like, no, <laughs> you can't have a form of teeth. You could just have teeth have or don't.
2: Mouth brooms.
1: Yeah. Wait, so I guess if they don't have teeth, maybe they have bumble gums, but they probably don't have gums either. Um, no. No. You're, you know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no.
2: Why do, te- why do bees make a bad dinner date? Because they keep droning on.
1: Yes. You know,
2: uh, that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. There are so many bee jokes and most of them are bad. Mm. It's really hard to get a good bee joke because it's all like it feels really well trod territory well,
2: because all of the facts about bees are well known you could say they're in the hive mind
1: yeah <laughs> the collective bee conscience you're see, combing
2: the, your mind
1: yeah the <laughs> they see i want to do something with like i've mined like
2: oh, like i have yes. half
1: a mind but like oh yes yeah <laughs> yeah
2: or or i've you know
0: i've i've mined the data mm, Mm. more bee jokes.
1: Yes. There we go. I like that.
0: Bees make great journalists because they've got the buzz around town. Yes. Hey, that's, and that's nice.
1: That's good. I see I like that because they literally buzz around town, which is like just a little extra. Like you could say they've got they've they know the buzz, right? And it's like, well, that's fine. But now you're adding a stronger sort of second layer of double meaning.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Why are bees good at decorating? Why? Because they've got an arrangement with a flower. The premise of that is that bees fuck flowers, which they don't. (laughs) But they are attracted to flowers because a lot of flowers pretend that they are sexy bees. Or at least some of them do. I don't know how I know any facts about bees, actually. I can't can't verify any of these. I've just absorbed bee facts and they could be lies.
1: I studied this and I got a bee. Um, hey. here's the thing. I think you can have either bees, fuck flowers and have teeth or they don't do either. <laughs> I think it's gotta be one. You gotta like one or the other. Um,
2: I just, I just think sort of by definition, statistically speaking, any joke that you make about bees is going to be workman like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think.
2: If, if you weren't watching, if you were just listening to that podcast, that was me making an extremely self-skeptical hand gesture. <laughs> just,
1: uh, eh. But I was thinking about all the jokes that can be done with the sort of eh hand movement. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: where you, like, ironically distance yourself from your own work.
1: Yeah, which I think is, I mean, I think why it, is good.
2: Yes. Um, how do bees commit shameful suicide too fast? They hurry, curry? No. I mean, again, you'd have to know that bees die when they
1: yeah. sting you.
2: And always bringing in another language into a, into a pun is, is, A, I think sort of morally bankrupt and, B, <laughs> potentially problematic.
1: Then you're going to hate Kamikaze. Bee.
2: Um <laughs> High five. That was great. There well we done, Evan.
1: We got it. Let's leave on that. I think that's a good place to end because you have to go do something else. Um, I have to
2: go bee food. Baby. <laughs>
1: bee food. Um, the nectar. Yeah. So I am uh, a flower. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This is the kind of thing that you don't get anywhere else. Thank you so much, Alice, for joining us. This is awesome. Do you want to tell people like either where to find you or where they can get more of this? You
2: we're More of this, we're more yeah. more with jokes that I've thought about for more than 30 seconds. You yeah, can exactly. find me online at alliterative, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E on Twitter and Instagram or patreon.com slash Fraser. That's a one-stop shop for all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, and blogs, as well as my weekly Tea with Alice salons where we get in a Zoom room and chat about stuff not quite like this.
1: All right, perfect. And um, you can catch Alice on The Gargle podcast. Um, uh, yes,
2: yes, The Gargle. I got a special on Amazon Prime. As well.
1: Perfect. <laughs> and, every, and um,
2: I'm so bad at plugging myself. No, it's Like okay. a bee that's just... <laughs> never mind.
1: <laughs> People can just Google Alice Fraser and all this stuff will come up. Like, I th- that's... Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. just Google me. I, I'm sure I'm on the internet.
1: Somewhere. I mean, that's how we know each other ostensibly. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me at Evan out of 10. The 10 is T-E-N. If you want to find Sarah, that's Sarah A-B-T-W and Sarah with an H... Patreon.com slash JokeDoctor, edjdpodcast at gmail.com if you have jokes you want to send in. We didn't get to your emails this week, but it, we had something more important. Um, so, sorry. Uh,
0: <laughs> maybe they'll be on the bonus episode. Yeah,
1: maybe we'll Yeah, we'll do like a bonus episode of just emails. So, if you send in an email and you're not a Patreon subscriber, too bad. Uh, we don't normally do that, but for today, uh, we'll make an exception. <laughs> and as we always say, Alice, if you'd like to join us, as we always say... If If it ain't ain't joke, joke, don't don't fix fix
2: it. it. Or don't laugh at it either way.